0: Welcome to Mondays with Matt with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick
1: off your week with Matt. Welcome to another edition of Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey and myself here to talk about some financial independence, winning our financial independence. We're dropping this uh, just right after Fourth of July, so uh, should be the first Monday after the holiday week. So many people may have gone on vacation or things of that nature, and we thought, in honor of that spirit of uh, celebrating our fi- or our independence, excuse us from uh, from uh, England, why not have a little conversation about financial independence? So I got a couple categories here where we want to try to make sure that we are set properly financially so we can have independence. I think that's certainly a goal that everyone can relate to. And so that's
0: the topic this week on the show. Matt, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hi, Mark. I am doing well. One of my favorite topics is being free, being financially free, but also <laughs> celebrating a lot of our freedoms. And right. um, yeah, I think this is a appropriate topic for the month. And, um, sure. and July is a fun month because... Well, depending on your profession, but uh, a lot of a lot of people take a little bit more time off. That's right; they 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 are free from the bonds of the normal everyday grind. (laughs) There uh, you go. (laughs) So, whatever you guys are, uh, whatever you're enjoying this month, we hope that it's. uh, Free. You you celebrate this freedom that you have because we live in one of the greatest countries for for that still currently
1: yep, even with our problems right even
0: with the problems yeah yeah yep. so well yeah let's talk about um, financial independence yeah. or financial freedom
1: so we're taping this a little bit ahead of time so hopefully uh, Matt you have a good Fourth of July uh, because we're I'm on vacation so and people, many people are closed so we're taping this a couple of days early and then we'll like I said we'll drop it on the uh, just after Fourth of July so hopefully you everyone listening had a good Fourth of July by the time you hear this. Uh, but let, let's jump into it and get into the conversation. Let's start with, since, you know, in honor of actual Independence Day, independence from government. We did that, right? So we kind of became our own nation. Everybody knows that, obviously. But from a financial standpoint, let's talk about why we want to make sure that we're sound as a pound so that we have independence from government in some of the terms that relate to retirees and pre-retirees. What's some things to ponder here?
0: Well, independence from government is, um, again, one of the, my... Favorite things to talk about, because, you know, as we think back to the foundation of this country, it was founded on those principles to be free from the extreme government control and the extreme taxation. And but also there's dependence and independence. And I think um, depending on your school of thought here, when you get dependent on the government, you know, Mm -hmm. you're counting on them. We tend to do it in the financial planning arena. Um, A lot of times when we talk about retirement, many people For for many people, the the big factor is social security. Now, I I mean, it's a
1: huge chunk of money,
0: right? I mean, you, yeah, yeah. yep, you've put away that money, so they've taken it out of your check. Okay, they allocated it for you, supposedly here, but um, also a lot of people are dependent on that to to yeah. enhance, enhance retirement.
1: Yeah. My mom's in that situation, Matt, where she lost everything in 07, 08 in that downturn. And, and she didn't, you know, what was, what was recovered basically was not enough now that she's 82 and we're what, 15, you know, 16 years removed from that. I mean, she's basically on social security only. Right. And, yeah. uh, and, and that's not how you, it's, it's not what her plan was, but unfortunately things went awry and That's the position she's in. So many people can find themselves there if you're not careful, and that's not where you that's where you don't want to be, right? So it's it's supposed to be supplemental to hopefully other things that you're doing for your retirement.
0: Yeah. So this is supposed to be supplemental, but um, we get dependent on that. So uh, just like your mom, there's a lot of us, a lot of folks that are in that in that situation where where Social Security makes up the big um, income for us. You know, thankfully. A lot of you still have a pension out there, so you have uh, an employer that put away for you as well. Um, but de- independence from the government. So when we talk about this, you know, you can't assume sometimes that you know, um, once you're over age sixty-five and you qualify for Medicare, that will cover some of your like financial expenses for health care, But um, that doesn't necessarily cover everything. So yeah, it's good, but it's d- not
1: it's not the be all end all. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So you you know we have those supplemental policies that you have to pick up, and um, so we don't want to assume you know that um, Medicare is going to cover everything. And a good financial plan will make sure that we have enough assets that we're not dependent on the government to pick up all of our medical care. Yeah. You know, if we have assets, that's fantastic. And a, a lot of times I work with folks, and believe it or not, as you get to retirement age, they oversaved. Um, I don't want to say over, but They've saved up well more than well, they need right, yeah. for for a supplement to Social Security, so they can cover these expenses very easily. Right. Um, m- maximizing that Social Security benefit um, naturally makes sense, and if we're going to have that benefit there, why not use that towards your income and and then supplement with your investments? But we don't want to also be overly reliant on the government for that. So, you know, people in my age category, which I'm just under fifty now. Uh, I've always had the thought, I'm not going to plan on the government to to be there, Social Security to be there for my retirement. Now, I hope that it is. I put away money as if I'm going to have a benefit someday, and hopefully that is going to be true. I really just plan that we have to do some additional things to be self-sufficient so that we're not dependent on the government. And that was where true financial freedom does come into play.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's great points yep. there for sure. Uh, and I got a couple of major ones here I wanted to cover. So we'll move into the next one, but that's a big one. Independence from family. Okay. So think about this for a second. Now we love our family, whatever the case might be, you know, you kind of think, well, no, I want to be around my family, but you don't really in retirement. Do you really want to be dependent on them? No, ideally not. Right. Right like you want to have your own personal freedoms I'll use my mom again Matt for this example so obviously by losing everything she didn't have a lot of options right so she stayed with us for a couple of years mm-hmm. uh, and that's not ideal right you know you don't want to live with your uh, full grown you know adult parent and they don't no, want to you, live with us right no you do not <laughs> and so eventually she was able to get herself into a senior apartment complex and she liked the fact that and I was like well mom you don't have to go and she's like I know that but I want my independence back and I love being with you guys, but I need to be, you know, I need to have my own space. Right. So there's, there's a a freeing feeling of having independence from family. Hey, you want to be around your kids in your old age because you just want to be around them, not because you're financially dependent on them.
0: Yeah, absolutely true. You know, um, I think most people that would take an alternate view to that there's probably some some deep rooted <laughs> issues there that they that they you know just they were trained that way. But yeah, I think in in our day and age, independence is, has become um, where you do you're, you're self sufficient. You don't want to yeah. be dependent on other people necessarily.
1: As a senior, I, right? I mean, it's like hey, let, let, it's while I can move and groove, I want to do that. I don't want to have yeah. to ask my adult kids for something.
0: I find that most people are that way. And this comes down to living in your own home. You know, this is a exactly. very popular topic with, with seniors because um, we plan for, for this for a lot of years. And, you know, if you can retire debt-free, that's huge. You know, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. That's freedom from the debt. But also, this this not having to have your family there for your financial support is is a huge deal. So yeah. what I find often is... And with the greatest generation passing down to the boomers, um, they end up inheriting some money. So mom and dad weren't dependent financially necessarily. They scrimped, they saved, they raised uh, you in that boomer generation, but then. Also, um, the only times where you know I find mostly becoming dependent tends to be with the healthcare if they can't get around as easily as they used to be yeah. able to. Yeah, and, and at that's some kind point, of that's, natural, that's yeah. kind of a natural progression. It's going to happen, of us. Right, right? Yeah, if you live long enough. And so, independence from family um, this is something to be celebrated if you've done a good job and you don't have the kids that have moved back in after their college or or job. Crisis. Sometimes that happens too, where you get a child that's uh, well, yeah. loses their job, or they become divorced, and they need a temporary place to stay. And what happens? A lot of times it's family that reaches out. And it gets frustrating.
1: Anybody who's done it knows if your couch, if you have your 20 something year old sleeping on your couch for an extended period of time, you know that it's frustrating. At some point it just becomes too much. Right. And so as a senior, you certainly don't want to flip that script and now have to crash on your 40 something year old child's house (laughs) because, (laughs) because you, you know, you didn't have the proper planning done.
0: That that's true also, and so folks, I think the the main idea we got to pull from this is do a good job with your planning because in that scenario, you know, life does happen, and there's sure, a lot of unforeseen sure. events where maybe somebody um, has to take care of grandchildren, and um, it's just something that their kids are not able to do. It life is life has gotten tough for them, and all of a sudden they're offering some kind of uh, you know financial support and um, additional support to their to the kids and and likely even their grandkids. So, do a good job at planning, have the extra income available so that in retirement this could be even just a big emergency fund, but you know, $50,000 goes a long way just just in case of a, you know, a, a disruption in life. Yeah, so, for sure. Yep. Yeah. So
1: that's another good one. All right. And you mentioned debt. So let's do that one real fast. I got two more I want to knock out this week, at least. Uh, so independence from creditors. So this kind of comes back to the the big conversation of of how much debt is it is it safe or good to have or okay to have in retirement? Maybe it's the question of, you know, to pay off the house or not to pay off the house. You know, I think that, you know, every advisor is a little bit different in that respect, but I think all advisors will agree. If you can get it into retirement, Retirement with no debt—that would be great.
0: Absolutely, um, and this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. When I do talk about what does it take to retire, you know, a lot of people go through life, and I say if you can be financially debt debt free from the most part, you know, even consumer debt free. But some people will under retirement still having a mortgage, which but, yeah, um, not the
1: worst thing, but certainly bad debt, like high credit cards.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. and a lot of times um, people just if you don't ask and you don't plan for this, then you don't know. And, um, I think we do a pretty conscientious job with trying to get people to pay attention to these kind of things. But, um, yeah, entering retirement, if, if you don't owe anybody anything, how good of a feeling is that? I mean, right. not that allows, if you could live your life debt free, you don't have a huge salary requirement. You don't have a lot of the, um, sometimes even some of the family strings or attachments that some people do because you can afford to do these things so you you know you, the, those those things are having a, a good emergency fund but being debt free is like the number one building block that I tell people allows you to retire and if you're debt free at in your 40s or 50s and you have some income that's there good. I mean that yeah that's what else do you need so anytime you have a debt you're kind of you owe somebody and and I think all of us know that feeling very well that it's not a comfortable feeling if you in the back of your mind, you feel like you owe someone or you've got to put out those monthly payments because well, you especially owe when somebody. the, when the
1: paycheck's no longer coming in. Right. That's the whole point. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. And it adds a lot of stress and a lot of, a lot of fear factors. Yeah. So we want you to always, if you can be, um, celebrate that independence from creditors and even people that are on like a, um, a pay off, debt payoff program. I, I tell them reward yourself. Every time you have a success, celebrate that. You know, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but you know, paying off your mortgage is a huge thing. I mean, that's a fun time to hey, maybe well, they have those are, parties
1: for a reason, right? With well, the mortgage burning parties <laughs> or something like that.
0: That's right. So have a mortgage burning party or maybe take a couple of months of that extra mortgage payment now and go on a cruise or or yeah. a vacation and celebrate it. So you go. do the fun things that You know, that show that your hard work has paid off for you. And this is a fun thing. This is something to be celebrated when you get debt free. Well,
1: let's do one more, Matt, and we'll wrap it up this week. And it's going to be independence from the stock market, right? So clearly, we want to have this one when we're talking about being some retirement rebels. You want to be able to retire in any economy. And so, how many, you know, I, I talked to a few people, you know, just last year in 2022 alone that were like, well, the market's pretty bad. The bond market's down, yada, yada. So, I'm going to put off retirement for another year or so and see if things turn around. And, you know, maybe that's the situation. Maybe that was the best move for them. But ideally, if we're talking about the concept of independence, Being able to retire in any economy is what we're after. So having that freedom of the stock market, not to say that you shouldn't be in it, Matt, just simply saying that you shouldn't have to be stressing or relying on some return to make your whole plan go, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, this is... One of those ones that's kind of a catch twenty two talking about it, but um, and you know a, a majority of wealth is built in in owning equities. Oh, absolutely. You know, we, still, we still we still need it for
1: inflation and everything else, right? We had to outpace inflation, yeah. but you just don't want to be
0: absolutely. like stressing and watching it every day either. Exactly. So yeah, independence from the stock market is huge, and when you're retired, um, the the big thing I find is that as people age, they tend to get more conservative. In terms of hey, I don't, I don't need to go out and kill it. I don't need to have an aggressive portfolio anymore. <laughs> right, I, I right. Need to, but I do need to have some money and in, in stocks for that those years when we like last year, inflation goes up to eight to nine percent. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, why push for
1: twelve a twelve percent return if six percent drives the car, right?
0: Exactly. And so, what you need to do is you need to take a good assessment of where are we. And this is part of what I do with plans. Just finished one yesterday for some folks. Um look at your monthly cash flow, make sure that we have enough income coming in from pensions and social security and investments that we we don't need to be dependent on the stock market. And the way that I set this up typically is um, we have some safe and guaranteed income for the first part of retirement, and then the uh, second I, I cut it, break it up into you know chunks and then we'll set up you know 10 years where you don't have to worry about where that money comes from for the next 10 years because it's all safe and guaranteed places. And then any money that's older than ten years or maybe fifteen years down the road, keep that money invested in the stock market yeah. because the stock market is still where you're going to pull a lot of your higher returns. Yep. And if we can be retire and be independent, like you said, Mark, in our thoughts about the stock market, we're going to let our money grow. I mean, yeah. it's not put not set it and forget it, but we want to. You want to meet with your advisor probably annually and make sure that it, that it is generating the returns that you need it to do. To make your money last. Our biggest fear is running out of money. So, but when you can live uh in retirement with independence from thinking about the stock market, no matter what goes up or down, you know, a ten percent drop shouldn't ruin you. Otherwise, <laughs> right. maybe you're very maybe you're not ready to retire. Yeah,
1: yet. you may not be well, you may not be allocated correctly, right? You may not have you, the right portfolio set up.
0: Yeah, you could be way too too risky if a ten percent market drop ends up being thirty for if you. If it's so, gonna crank it, yeah. 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 So we want to talk about that. But yeah, independence from the stock market is also a very nice place to be when you are retired. You got your money coming in every month. You have more than you need and you're able to save or invest additional funds. And um, it's I love it when we when a plan comes together. We have success in those areas. People are financially debt free. They don't have to worry about the stock market to survive and um, their basic needs are met day in and day nice. out. So that, that'll that give you a great peace of mind. And uh, also it's a fun way to celebrate this independence day by being financially independent
1: uh, based on your age. I don't know if you caught that, but I caught that there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a team moment there from Matt when he said, I love it when a plan comes together. Uh, <laughs> and if anybody who ever watched the a team growing up, they certainly remember that line. Uh, they from should. the TV <laughs> show, right? I love it when a plan comes together. All right, well, there you go. So that's our podcast this week for uh, Independence Day, just after anyway. So financial independence is something we're all trying to achieve. And you know, one way to help do that uh, is to get a strategy in place, to get a plan in place, to find out where it is that you stand and what you need to do, any changes you might need to make or so on and so forth. And that's what Matt does for folks. So make sure you reach out to him if you've got those questions. Find him online at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast podcast consider doing so. You can find that as well at the website greatlakesretirementsolutions.com or just call him and get onto his calendar for a complimentary consultation and chat about your situation.
0: 989-401-2949. Matt, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Thanks, Mark, and thanks everybody for listening this this time. Um, we really do appreciate you. We want to get you into that financially independent spot. So, as Mark said, if you have any concerns, reach out and get a hold of us. We'd be glad to help.
1: And we'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt.
0: Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.